0: Hello friends and welcome to the Falcon Sports Podcast, our second episode. I am Kyle Morrison here with the incredible Megan Green.
1: Hi Kyle, lovely to be here. Excited to talk sports again.
0: Oh, it is so awesome to be here. Our first episode was fantastic, and here we are in our second episode, getting to talk about Falcon Sports, what's happened in the last week, what's coming up, some storylines. We're going to give you a quick summary of everything that's going on. After you listen to this podcast, you won't need to talk to anyone else about Falcon Sports because you will know everything. Am I right, Megan?
1: Absolutely, Kyle. I think that this podcast really gives the listeners everything they need regarding sq sports lately we're going to be talking about men's basketball we're going to be talking about women's basketball and then we're going to get into some track and field so kyle did you want to start us off with some men's stats
0: oh of course i would like to talk about men's basketball let's get it going so the men's basketball team had a busy week this last week lots of covid cancellations earlier in the season pushed games to this week and uh they had some mixed results this week they went two and two uh, they began the week with a loss. They lost to Montana State Billings, 67-54. to It's always tough making that trip to Billings, Montana, especially when it's cold in the middle of January. Um, then they came home and they beat St. Martin 68-65. It was an exciting game. I was there. Shaw Anderson hit a three-pointer from the left corner pocket that ended up winning the game at the buzzer. Uh, great game. Shaw Anderson uh, was definitely the uh, was, was definitely the standout player for the Falcons in that game. Then they went and they beat Western Washington in Bellingham, 78 to 59, something you always like to see a good win in a rivalry game. But then they went to Canada and they lost 75 to 72 to Simon Fraser. Those damn Canadians. Uh, they ended up losing um, in the last seconds. Devonte Moffitt, the Falcons leading scorer. Um, he missed a three pointer off the back of the rim that would have sent the game to overtime, but overall this was a good week for the falcons remember spu men's basketball came into the year ranked number 21 and they had a precipitous fall from graces now even though they are 10 and eight and only three and four in the GNAC, they've moved up to seventh in the conference and they've been playing much better and this is a team with championship pedigree so watch out for them in tournament time if they get into the tournament, they have two very good scorers, Devontae Mava and Sean Anderson, who they can run the ball through. Harry Cavill's a great veteran scoring presence. Um, and they've been experiencing, experimenting with a seven-man rotation, so they're kind of consolidating the way they play. Upcoming games, um, they'll be playing Alaska Fairbanks on January 27th at Royal Brom and Alaska Anchorage on January 29th at Royal Brom. If you hate the state of Alaska, please come out to cheer your Falcons on, to beat those dang Alaskans. I mean, what the hell? They're not even connected to the United States. Like, they deserve to lose. Am I right, Megan?
1: Kyle, who who do you hate more, Canada or Alaska? Seems like you've got beef with these places.
0: I do have beef with these places. I mean, come on. Basketball's an American sport. Like, these Canadians really think that they're going to, I I'm, I don't, don't god damn. <laughs> I'm not going to get started. We don't started. get
1: you started. No,
0: nah, no, no. But anyway, Alaska's basically Canada, but just a little bit better. Uh, and so I think we should all come and fill in Brom and, uh, get these Alaskans out of our gym with a couple of L's. Um, but yeah, Alaska Fairbanks though, I will put some respect on their name. Uh, they've had a lot of COVID issues on their team. They only had seven active players for a couple of their games last week and they held in tight and they were close. They are last place in the league right now, but they got heart. So, um, yeah, Alaska Fairbanks is my second least favorite team, I guess, of the two teams that are playing this weekend. But yeah, that's men's basketball. Now with some information on women's basketball, I'm going to shoot it over to Megan Green.
1: Yes, I will pick it up at women's basketball. So staying on theme with what Kyle was just talking about, COVID and how that's affecting our teams. I know we talked a little bit last week about how some games had to get rescheduled. Well, that rings true still with the women's basketball team. Um, Just recovering from a COVID outbreak, they went to Montana State Billings and unfortunately they took a loss. It was 81 to 55. So a little bit of a rough game for them. Um, they're now sixth in the GNAC, um, and they really need to rebound this next week, Kyle.
0: They do indeed need to rebound. This was a team with a lot of momentum. Um, they were in the top half of the conference. Um, they were looking really good. They still have a winning record in conference. They're 3-2, and two, and this is still the best start of, for to a full season that they've had under Mike Simonson. Um, but uh, they're going to they're going to need to rebound and they're going to have the chance right Megan tell us about their upcoming games
1: absolutely so upcoming like we were just talking about we've got Alaska Fairbanks as well um, on January 27th and Anchorage on the 29th and then Anchorage again on the 30th so please you guys you got to stay tuned for these results um, we got to kick Alaska's behind here for our basketball
0: I mean, come on! Any state that produced Sarah Palin—I mean, let's just like let's just beat them, let's just beat them to a pulp. Am I right, <laughs> <Megan>? <laughs> All
1: right, Kyle, get us into track here. I know we talked to Julius Shepard last week, but what can we what can you tell me about the track and field results?
0: Julius Shepard came on our show, and I think we're good luck, Megan, because uh, Julius Shepard had quite the race. He ended up winning his heat of the two hundred with a personal best twenty three point one eight. So I think we should have Julius Shepard on the show every time uh,
1: because I think he really picked up some momentum after we had interviewed him. You know, we told them that, you know, you've got to perform the track team. They've got to keep pushing out good, good results. And there he is. He got his personal best.
0: He did indeed. Yeah. Julius Shepard out here making us proud, making SPU proud. What a guy. But he wasn't the only Falcon who had a memorable meet at the Dempsey Indoor on January 15th. Isaiah Archer. He made some history. He won the 600-meter race, which don't get me wrong, the 600-meter race is a very obscure race to run. Um it's only run at indoor meets. Um and it's not competed at a championship level uh, outside of indoor meets, but he won it anyway. He ran a 121.72. It was the first win for an SPU runner at the Dempsey Indoor in 9 years. My lord. The last time that an SPU athlete won a meet at the Dempsey Indoor happened twice in 2013. Ryan Anderson won the 60-meter hurdles, and Ray Zolek won the pole vault. So Isaiah Archer puts himself in very rare air here with this win. Uh, Even though it's a weird event, he's going to take the dub no matter what. And then SPU's women's distance stud, Annika Esvelt, Right now is eleventh in the national three thousand meter rankings. She's pr'd by six seconds in only the second indoor meet of the year, dropping her time to nine fifty one eighty. That's absolutely flying, and in a meet that. Featured some of the best 3000 meter runners in the United States, definitely some of the best 3000 meter runners in the West Coast. She finished 18th out of 37, which for an SPU athlete, a D2 athlete is very solid when you consider that there's there was athletes from Stanford, Oregon, and a lot of different D1 places that you would um, think of as top tier elite athletic programs. And then, of course, Megan, we already talked about him. Julie Shepard won his meet in the 200. Personal bets 23.18. And then Ellie Rising, she won her heat of the 400 with a time of 61.51. David Najiri, the defending champion in the G triple jump, he uh, finished third at-, at Dempsey Indoor with a mark of 47 feet and nine inches. And Megan, you're going to have a chance to watch these incredible competitors again this weekend because they're going to be back in Seattle at the UW Invite, same place. This weekend, Dempsey Indoor. I'm excited. Aren't you excited, Megan?
1: That's that's some exciting news. And you know what? There's no reason we can't go out there and support Kyle. UW is a short 15-minute drive away, if you will. You can carpool. You guys got to get to this invite. You got to see it.
0: Have you, have you ever run to UW, Megan?
1: I have never run to UW. The furthest I've gone from the campus has been to Gasworks Park, which is, I would say, almost... That's definitely half, right? I mean.
0: Yes. So Gasworks is about a mile point seven five from SPU. UW is four miles from SPU. So if you're the type of person who's just like, you know what? I need to get my four mile run in today. Just put on the running shoes, run to UW. You might even get in for free because they'll see that you have track stuff on and they'll be like, oh, that's a competitor. And then they'll let you in for free. So I say you get your morning exercise in, run over to the indoor track, see if you can get in for free and uh, watch SPU crush it once again well with that being said megan i thank you so much for joining me tonight um, recording this podcast i want to thank the listeners for trusting us with their time Um, and we're gonna have another episode for you next week um you got anything to say megan before we close this out
1: um nothing just thank you guys for listening to us and we will be back next week
0: go falcons